At U.S. Bank, when we say we're in it with you, we mean it. Not just for the good stuff, the grand openings and celebrations, although those are pretty great, but for all the hard work it took to get there. The fine-tuning of goals, the managing of cash and workflows, and decision-making. We're in to help you through all of it. Because together, we're proving day in and day out that there is nothing as powerful as the power of us. Visit usbank.com to get started today. Equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Copyright 2024. U.S. Bank. This morning on the third hour of today, it's a hit. NASA saying its mission to move an asteroid went even better than expected and what it means for the future of space defense. Then later, we're going apple picking in family style, visiting a place that's special to me and my family to show you the appeal of making fresh cider. And Tony winners Cindy Lauper and Harvey Firestein live today, Wednesday, October 12, 2022. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. I'm Chanel here with Al and Dylan. Our cousin Jacob is here with us as well. Good morning. Hanging out with us. And it is a busy Wednesday morning and we begin with big news from NASA today. I love this story. So you remember last month when the world watched as a NASA spacecraft, you know, slammed into an asteroid millions of miles from <laughs> Earth. It's like straight out of a movie. Well, the goal was to move it ever so slightly. And now NASA says the mission was a smashing success. NBC's Tom Costello covers space for us. So, Tom, the way NASA described it, they said, quote unquote, it's a watershed moment for planetary defense and humanity. I mean, planetary defense. This is wild, but um, it worked, right? It worked, and in a big way. They had hoped to nudge it out of its orbit. Now, just to remind you, this is a small asteroid orbiting a much bigger asteroid, right? Going around that much bigger asteroid. So they were able to knock it off its orbit. They had hoped to knock it or cut its orbit time by 10 minutes. They cut it by 32 minutes. So it worked, and in a very big way. Can I show you right there? Play that again. I want to show you. Notice the plume that comes up Mm -hmm. when it is hit. See that plume? That is the rock and the debris coming off that small asteroid when it was hit by the spacecraft. And that plume now extends thousands of miles. So this really worked and in a big way. Now, this uh, asteroid that it hit is about 525 feet in diameter. But For perspective, the asteroid that killed all the dinosaurs was six miles wide, 65 million years ago, right? So we're going to have to have a bigger rocket, a bigger (laughs) spacecraft. We're going to need a bigger rocket if we face something like that. So, so Tom, you showed us when it hits that that asteroid, that that debris field. Is that why you wouldn't want to, say, try to blow this thing up? Yeah. Well, so first of all, this is 7 million miles away, poses no risk to Earth, and the debris field will pose no risk to Earth. But if we were facing something coming this way and we had enough notice, then they would rather shove it off course then blow it up because, yes, you're right. You would create a massive, in theory, debris field mm. and lots of many asteroids coming your way, right? Same thing if you try to use a nuke to blow it up, then you also have a radiation issue. So they think this would be the best option. And they've got so many telescopes trained on outer space looking for asteroids. They hope that they would have 
up to 100 years of notice. But this would require an international effort. I mean, the bigger the asteroid, the bigger the push. Hmm. And therefore, you may need to have the Russians and the Chinese and the Indians on board in a coordinated effort to push a big asteroid out of the way. I guess what I want to know, Tom, is you said and NASA said that neither of the asteroids pose a danger to Earth. But but I want to know the Tom Costello uh, feeling of certainty that this is going to protect us. Do you feel like we are going to be safe? Should we have to deploy this thing? Well, let's just hope that we've got a little more time because here's the deal. We know that there's about 1.1 million asteroids in our solar system, right? Most of them are in that asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. Uh, But there's about 30,000 that NASA has identified that are close to Earth, and they think that they've only identified maybe 40% of those closer to Earth or that could come close to Earth. So we need to have a lot more time training all of the telescopes onto space, onto our solar system, looking for these asteroids. You don't worry about something necessarily, you know, the size of a briefcase, but you worry the bigger and bigger that they become, that they become, that they could become a serious threat to Earth. Mm, okay. I'll say. I'll I, say. I, I could just listen to you talk about this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tom, thank Tom you so much. Tom Costello, seal of approval. Yes. Oh, goodness gracious. Thanks, thank Tom. You, Tom. All right. All right. My goodness. Okay, well, going uh, to now to turn to the loss of mm-hmm. a legend. Mm. For decades, Angela Lansbury, a force on stage, screen, and television, passing yesterday, just days shy of her 97th birthday. Well, Harry Smith's here taking a look back at some of her iconic roles and her impact Uh over the years. When you look at the range, this woman's range and the spine, how they wanted to typecast her, she said, I'm not I'm not hanging around for what you want me to do. I'm going to do me. Mm, Amazing story. Incredible range from Broadway to Murder, she wrote. The beloved Mrs. Potts Mm -hmm. in Beauty and the Beast. (laughs) 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 Though she made a name for herself early on as a talented character actress, Lansbury was just getting started on a remarkable journey. For years, she owned Sunday nights on CBS. Angela Lansbury as Jessica Fletcher, amateur sleuth, On Murder, she wrote. Could she take the books with her and just report back to you? From supporting star to leading lady, Angela Lansbury had a specialty, reinventing herself on screen and on stage. Born in England in 1925, Lansbury and her family left for the United States during World War II. She quickly shot to fame as a teenager in Hollywood. Oscar nominations followed two early supporting roles in Gaslight and the picture of Dorian Gray. I was a young character actress, and these days that word is a dirty word in our business. A third nomination for her unapologetically evil Eleanor Island in 1962's The Manchurian Candidate. I want the nominee to be dead about two minutes after he begins his acceptance speech. But the powerful performance also showed the typecasting Lansbury was already facing. She played the mother of Lawrence Harvey, though she was just three years older than he was. Lansbury next conquered the Broadway stage, starring in the musical Mame. I'm not like Mame at all, but I love playing her, because for the first time in my life, I was admired as a woman. The role earned her the first of six Tony Awards. More followed for roles in Gypsy and Stephen Sondheim's Sweeney Todd. Then came television. Murder, she wrote, ran for a dozen years, earning Lansbury 12 Emmy nominations for each of the years it aired, though like the Oscars, never a win. 
In 2013, her career was celebrated with an honorary Academy Award for creating, quote, some of cinema's most memorable characters. She was made a dame by Queen Elizabeth in 2014. We especially enjoyed Angela Lansbury as Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. Lansbury, a beloved Today Show guest, told us in 2011 she was hesitant to take the role. We think we're, we're moving out of our our uh, comfort range. Yeah. Yes, you know? yes. And uh, I thought, well, I'm not I'm not that kind of singer. But we were smitten yet again by the actor who said, "I was primarily an actress, not a pretty face." And oh, what an actress she was! There's so many stories about roles that maybe somebody else should have had. Mary Martin was supposed to do Mame. She mm-hmm. said, "I don't want to do it." Angela Lansbury does it, makes it a gigantic hit. But when they want to make it into a movie, they don't cast her. Wow. They cast Lucille Ball. Oh, my God. The movie Tanks. Wow. Right? And she just kept going and going going. and going. They originally wanted Gene Stapleton for Murder, She Wrote. Yes. She turned it down, and Angela Lansbury thought, you know what? Maybe I ought to take this. Yes. Because the movie she had Well, And the the expectations for that show were this big. Never going to be a hit. Just a place filler. We loved it. That's right. 11 out of the 12 seasons, top 10. Right. They moved it to Thursday night. Against NBC. A boom. It's what I watched with my grandmother. For me, it's so nostalgic. And then to see a story like that, to hear her whole history. Yeah. It's incredible what I didn't know. 12 Emmy nominations. Amazing. Harry, thank you. Harry, thank you. Glad it was you to tell uh, tell her story. Uh, and a lot of love to her family, by the way, as well. Mm. There's also some big news, guys, from across the pond this morning. We now know when the coronation of King Charles III will take place. The palace announced the ceremony is set for Saturday, May the 6th, as they said, at Westminster Abbey, mm. which also happens to be his grandson's uh, grandson Archie's fourth birthday. Oh, yeah. yeah, Queen Consort Camilla will also be crowned that very same day, reportedly wearing a crown created for the Queen Mother from the 1937 coronation of King George the Sixth. Wow. Right. And All if right. I'm not mistaken, I think that's also the, the Kentucky Derby. So, oh, uh, I know where, I know NBC, where you'll be. NBC's got a lot going on. That <laughs> got weekend. a lot going on. How do yeah. you even know that date? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> impressive. Right. Well, coming up next, an important today's checklist. Skin cancer prevention uh, prevention is just a summertime necessity. What we all need to know to protect ourselves in the fall. Then later in our series, Family Style, we're going to go apple picking, finding the secret sauce to making the perfect cider. We'll get to the core of the issue. Yes, sir. As the third hour Peel today back the layers. continues. Oh. Bingo! Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is Constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more 
visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are back with today's checklist and everything you need to know about skin cancer screenings. In the United States, non-melanoma skin cancer is the most commonly diagnosed type of cancer. And despite cooler weather on the horizon, we want to make sure that skin health remains a priority. So we called on our friend, dermatologist, Dr. Angela Lamb, and she's here with us this morning. Dr. Lamb, good morning. Good morning. I'm embarrassed to say that it was just a few months ago I got my first ever skin cancer screening. Okay. Uh, they're not scary. They're very simple. Mm-hmm. What can people expect? So what they can expect is to go into a dermatologist's office, remove your clothes, and literally be examined by the dermatologist. A good dermatologist will have a dermatoscope and really mm-hmm. actually zero in You're on just your kind of looking at. So it's not just about looking with your naked eyes. You mm-hmm. really want to use this that helps polarize, magnify, and helps you distinguish between something that's good and bad. Okay. And should is there a specific age everyone should start getting checked or based on certain risk factors should mm-hmm. you get checked? Earlier? Definitely the risk factors come into play, but around age 35, so you weren't too off. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> you should get your first skin cancer uh, screening. Mm-hmm. And of course, your skin type. So someone that has blonde hair, blue eyes is more at risk. Someone who has had a lot of sun exposure or somebody with a family history of melanoma or any type of skin cancer definitely needs to get that good check right at about 35. Okay. Are you comfortable holding that or do you want me to take Thank this? Thank you. So, so, uh, uh, Chloe Kardashian just yesterday mm-hmm. uh, revealed that she had this melanoma, this uh, uh, tumor removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so, you know, you get checked, you want to get checked, mm-hmm. as you said, by a board certified uh, dermatologist. But What about self-checking yourself? Mm -hmm. So that, I think, is very important because what she did was actually bring something to her dermatologist's attention, and that's really critical. So the skin checks we just talked about, we want to do those, but when people come in and say, hey, this has changed, this is bleeding, changing, burning, that's important. So to do your own skin check, you want to use a mirror, particularly to get your back. You want to use that mirror so you can shine that and see the moles back there. And then if anything bleeds, burns, or itches, that's important. And then, of course, those A, B, C, D, E's of melanoma that we We've talked about many times before. Okay. And as a symmetry, irregular border, color, diameter, and evolving. Mm. Also, if, if, you've, if you're, you know, black or brown, mm-hmm. you still have to be concerned about this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially when you go to get that skin cancer screening, you want to make sure they look at the palms and the soles. Those are easily mixed and also the scalp. Those are high-risk areas, particularly for people of color. All right. I didn't know that. Dr. Lee, when we talk about prevention, it's sort of uh-huh. like a no-brainer. Prevention is key. But I didn't realize uh, that sunscreen and sunblock block are two different things. What's the difference? Yes. So they actually are two different things. So a sunscreen is actually a chemical screen. All right. It has a chemical in it that when the sun shines on your skin, it actually breaks up those bad rays and the sun actually is not as absorbed. The issue is, though, you have to put that on about 15 to 20 minutes in advance. So that's how when people say, I put it on, but I still got burned. Usually it's because they put it on right before they went out and they didn't give it time. But a sunblock actually has a mineral sunblock in it. So you want to look for ingredients of zinc or titanium for that. And that works instantly. So go with the sunblock. Absolutely. I have to say. All right. right, Well, let's talk about if you do, unfortunately, receive a positive diagnosis. What Mm -hmm. should you do? 
Well, what you first want to do is educate yourself, but not over-educate yourself. Okay. Um, so go on the internet, but don't go too deep. Don't yeah, go Dr. down Google that black can be a hole. Scary exactly. <laughs> People come in. I read this, and I'm yeah. like, wait I'm a minute. Dying. Exactly. Yeah. And so then you want to make sure you lean on your physician. Okay. So if you were diagnosed by somebody that you have a good relationship with, you want to talk to them, call them. I spend a lot of time on the phone with my patients, really counseling them because you know there are several different types of skin cancer. Okay. Not all are going to metastasize um, or even have the potential to metastasize. So you want to have that knowledge. Uh, so do these uh, three things: educate, stay off the internet, but not go down that right, black that hole, hole but then really talk to your physician okay all right thank you good information this yeah. morning we're using your really up close i yeah. mean this is quite the why they have <laughs> the tools yeah. thank you i know uh, <laughs> coming up next uh, i'm going to pay a visit to one of my family's favorite places for a crash course in apple picking yes there is a right and a wrong way to apple pick. Mm. then later we're going to work up a sweat luckily We've got a towel handy. Uh, we'll have that all coming up in Start Today as the third hour of today continues. So whether you're picking them, eating them, or drinking them, either way you <laughs> slice it, nothing says fall like apples. And on the newest episode of Family Style, I got to visit an apple orchard that's been a hit with my family for years to get a lesson inside of What apple sayings have you heard? There's a lot of um, insider sayings. <laughs> the family that picks together sticks together. There you go. My family and I have been coming here to Hilltop Orchards in Massachusetts for the past 20 years. That's right. In fact, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better fall family activity than apple picking. Meet high school sweethearts turned husband and wife, David and Sarah Martell. Together, they run Hilltop Orchards. We're definitely an apple orchard, but we're also a winery and a cidery, so we're a triple threat. This orchard in the Berkshires has been growing apples for more than 100 years. Apples played a very important role when there was people coming from England. As they say on the boat, they would make hard cider because that cider would last where water might spoil and someone would get sick. From the founding fathers to their children, many colonial Americans enjoyed hard cider daily since it was often safer to drink than water. Today, this historic beverage is making a comeback. Americans drinking 10 times more cider than a decade ago. Gluten's having a moment, so people are shying away from a lot of beers. Cider is fermented apples, and that's it. This year, I decided to branch out and learn how to make Hilltop's signature drink. First up, well, apples, of course. Is there a right way or and a wrong way to pick an apple? The problem with twisting and pulling the apple is that if it is not ripe, you're going to also get next year's apple. Can you show me? I can. If you go ahead and lift up on one, at a kind of a, at an angle into the sky, it comes it comes Just free. Like that. So that means that it's ripe. Okay. And the other thing is, well, that's the worst thing you can do when oh. you're picking an apple. So we, we treat these like eggs and oh, we place them in place the bucket. Them in the, bucket. the apples are gently transported to the cidery where Hilltop makes 1,500 gallons of cider daily. They say time to make the donuts, it's time to make the cider. 
The fruit is washed, then culled to remove any bad apples from the bunch. This apple has some dings and bumps. The good apples then are sent to the grinding wheel. And they will get ground up to an applesauce consistency. Those apples get pressed down to the last drop. Excellent. And nobody got hurt. This sweet cider can be bottled and sold or allowed to ferment to become hard cider. Cider aside, there's no doubt that heading to the orchard is a fall family tradition Americans love. I know there are people who come here and they get the apples and they're gonna make pies. And to me, it's, it's more the experience. Uh, but I will be honest, um, one of the reasons I do come here to Hilltop is not so much for the apples, but for the, uh, the cider donut. And I do not underestimate the quality time with my kids. As a newly minted empty nester, I thought this year's Roker family trip was going to look pretty different. But then I heard from my boy Nick at college. Nick was very adamant about, okay, are you going to come pick me up so I can go apple picking? Because I thought, this will be the first year we don't have anybody to apple pick. As I found out to my delight, the family that picks together does stick together. Oh, what a great That's really nice. We had such a great time. And, of course. Oh, uh, pilot. Goodness. Here we go. Thank you, Mr. Roper. Here you go. Pass them down. Take one, pass it down. That's it. Get it hot. We learned while watching that great story Ooh. that Chanel's never gone up. I've never gone before. apple picking. It's so Growing fun. up, we would go to the pumpkin patch every year. That so, was like a thing. But. So oh. it's about a twist. It's not about a pull. Well, not for the donut, for the apple. <laughs> exactly. You can it's just shove, shove, it whatever, in yeah. shove that in. Oh, All right. man. These are delicious. Oh, my God. You can check out the full wow. episode of Family Style. We're going to dive deeper into the history mm-hmm. of apple picking, sample one of the country's mm. best pies, and meet a family that's taking candy apples to the next oh level. Oh check it out today at 10.30 a.m., 9.30 p.m. on our streaming channel today. I'm okay. picky with apple cider donuts. And These are amazing. And, you know, here's a little hit. Uh, you put those in the, in the microwave for mm-hmm. about 12 seconds. And toaster oven works too. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Oh. You know what's really funny is this is what we do on a morning show. So we're eating donuts. Let me tell you the next tea. <laughs> when we come back, it's start today. How about after this commercial break? Grab a towel. Actually, grab two. I have to put my donuts. I know. We're gonna show you how to get a donut before we work out. A great at-home workout without using weights or donuts. And then later, we are moving into the kitchen with the best of both worlds because we're going to eat again. <laughs> Barbecue and Barbecue seafood. Barbecue and seafood. Yeah. Ooh, that's with a combo. With a chaser of donuts. Yum. We'll be right back. Mm. This was in the wrong order. <laughs> Donuts are digesting. Well, now we are almost halfway through our fallback into fitness plan. And for our start today, walking club with our partner, Easy Spirit. You know, it's never too late to join. Just scan the QR code below to get in on the fun. I can't wait to do this. As our start today community knows, it is always important to supplement walks with some strength and resistance training, a little cross training. Here to take us through a toning circuit is the founder of the Torched Workout. Mm -hmm. You might know him online as the one, the only, Isaac Boots. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. We, we have a towel here. Okay, I'm gonna. That's all I'm you gonna need. show you no weights, how to no get it done. Nothing. No weights, just a towel, and okay. you can do it anywhere. Right. So okay? you're home right now. Go get a towel. Let's go, baby. Okay. So I want you to stand really firm. Okay, okay. squeeze the towel really tight. You're gonna pull it apart. That's where you're already starting with the workout. Okay, okay. tighter yeah. than ever. Pull it apart. You can lift all the way up. Squeeze, Ooh. squeeze, oh, squeeze. Pull it. it apart, Ooh. and then pull it forward. Right. So you want to work. Are you this. squatting too or not? You, no, no, that's 
that's an events moment, baby. Yeah. Right? So, and, and actually, yes, you, lot, you can kid. add a little, you can add a little plie here. Just get get your booty involved, but always okay. coming from your lower belly. Can Sweating you, already. Exactly. You want right. to do three sets of ten. Now, you want to reach forward, stabilize through your core. You're going to do, do a little dance move, right? You're going to twist to, to the right, twist to the right, and really feel your lower belly pulling in tight, okay? Okay? Right? Right? But really, really think of your lower belly getting almost concave, okay? So you hold, hold here, yes, baby. You're going to squeeze in here and lift. Now really, almost like, arms. I'm like corset your lower belly. Now really try to pull the towel even more than, than ever. Pull the arm? Yes, exactly. That works every fiber of your arm, okay? Now, forward, you're going to go all the way up. You're going to pull it back. So you're going to squeeze it Ooh, apart. That's what I all do. The way wow. Squeeze so it apart. Boy, now, you buff your head. Exactly. <laughs> you can buff that bald head, okay? <laughs> then you can go forward. Go forward and up. Really you're good. already burning okay. every part of your arm, but also your, your core, right? Okay. Now, your final, mo final mo moment. Look, okay. you're going to fold it twice, okay? Yeah. Place okay. it on the ground. Uh -huh. I thought you were going to say wipe your sweaty face with <laughs> And that, right? Okay. You're going to place your right leg oh. onto this towel. Then you're going to reach forward. Okay, you're going to slide it in. Oh, yeah, that's good. And reach it back. This gets every part of your thigh, of your booty, oh, of wow. your lower belly. Now, and advanced moment. Yeah. Advanced <laughs> moment. You're going to reach it back. You're going to lift that leg, <laughs> squeeze that booty, back. grab that towel back, squeeze it, squeeze it in, and then into your oh, yeah. lower belly, right? Wow. You can get it done. Yes, yes. Every day, 11 a.m. Eastern, Isaac Boots. Really? How many people are showing up for that? We, we get like over 5,000 5, all, all over. Oh Europe, Canada, Here's you know, what I Guatemala. Think. Here's what I think is amazing. Yeah. I still have I my heels back. on and my workout. Like, so do I. Something you can do <laughs> right before lunch. Yeah, you can do, yeah at work. You at can work. do it anywhere. You yes. can do it anytime. I feel like I need and to it really works. You, you know? so and how then, many reps do you do of this? You should start with three sets of 10 and then work yourself up to four sets of 25. Yeah. I like 100. Okay. You know? If we don't make ourselves stretch, you know, right? like we're so worried about sometimes cardio, cardio, cardio. Right. Wow. Exactly. And you still get your cardio. Yes. Exactly. And then afterward, you can swing it around your head, uh -huh. have a moment, and then have a donut, okay? Yes. I'll hook you up. Put on, we put on something kind of crazy and then make it kinky boots. <laughs> now, Isaac, we got to get you to join the Start Today Walk. Yes, yes, yes I'm right. in it. I'm in it. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you so much. Me. That was great. Yeah. Go, like you. you said, go check out the Torch Workout yourself online. Catch them in person yes. or on his yes. upcoming tour in cities like you're going to Toronto, Paris, Toronto, Beach, Paris, Tuscany. Rome. Yes, exactly. Wow. Exactly. Pretty exactly. cool. We're on the Torched Ambition Tour. Don't see me, Madonna. And by the way, don't forget, sign up for our walking club and our daily newsletter. Just head to today.com. Plus, we have a special 20% off promo code from our sponsor, Easy Spirit. Nice. That was great. Thank was you good. so much. Yeah. And good job planning your tour, you know, yeah. all around Just some pretty kidding. awesome yeah. places. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's all right. ever wrong with a little wine. Not at all. All right. Just ahead, from Isaac Boots to Kinky Boots, Cindy Lauper and Harvey Firestein are bringing the cast to Studio 1A. But first... We have to eat some more. We're grabbing dinner <laughs> before the show. A mouth-watering barbecue seafood dish is on the menu in Today Food. We'll be right back. So good. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. 
AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country. Opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning. All right, guys, this is going to be good. We're back with Today Food. And in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month, Chef Aaron Sanchez is here with what looks like a really, really spectacular seafood It smells delicious. So you might recognize him, of course, from cooking competition shows like MasterChef and Chopped. He also recently paired up with Chef Emeril Lagasse to create the Aaron Sanchez Impact Fund, which aims to uplift the lives of Latino youth through food. And he is here. We're so spoiled this morning to have you. Good morning. Good morning, Chef. Thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. I'm happy to be back. This is always a second home for me. So I'm excited to share this. We always love having you. And the work you do um, for the Latino community, you know, we're celebrating Hispanic Heritage Month. And tell us about the Impact Fund and how important it is to you. Yes. um, You know, I grew up in a restaurant family. My mom had a restaurant here in New York for 30 years. So I I grew up in the business. And when I started, I felt that there was a disparity between Latinos getting executive positions and leadership positions in kitchens. And I didn't want the educational piece of it to be the crutch. Mm -hmm. So you know, education is the foundation. Let's start with that. And up mm-hmm. to this point, we've uh, we've graduated 11 kids since wow. 2016. So, yeah, kind of started right grassroots. And now yeah. Emerald and I combine them. Yes, That's absolutely. Early. We bring them through the whole journey. So they do 11-month program. Here's some of them, yeah. Yeah, and they're great. Oh, that's and they run the gamut. And they love to learn. They're like little sponges. Yeah. And that just makes me happy. Well, I'm a sponge, too. So to yeah. have you here, let's go through this barbecue shrimp yes. recipe. So this is a, a beautiful example of how Mexico and Louisiana come together. My restaurant, Johnny Santis, is in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And here we have some beautiful aromatic spices. We have mustard seed, fennel, coriander, cumin, and the two dried chilies, the oh, pasilla. So, good. so you have to think about these little chilies and spices as dormant. Okay. They've been sleeping. So the way you wake them up is by toasting them, them. Okay. Okay. So once they start to kind of create a little bit of smoke. You put some oil with them or? No, just dry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. They have inherent oil in them. And then once they dry and they start to perfume a little bit, you puree them, and that's what we have here. Oh, okay. okay. So what do you so, use if you don't have, you know, like a little coffee grinder or something? Can you, you know what? You can use a mortar and pestle. You can use a blender. Oh, okay. Absolutely, you can use a blender. Okay, great. That's a very good question. So I like to leave it sometimes a little bit coarse. Mm-hmm. We have some beautiful Louisiana shrimp. Mm-hmm. We have the best Those shrimp. Beauties. Yes, you sure do. And we have the heads best crab meat. I feel like it's scary to cook with. with no, the heads on. you know what they do? They're they're loaded with tons of flavor, mm-hmm. and they kind of leach out this beautiful sort of essence of the ocean. Alan Chanel uh-huh. are already getting. I mean, yeah. how, this is, how is it over there? Wait, do you so try it? Yeah. You just wait. So, <laughs> All right. so now, oh yeah, look at this. It's yeah, yeah, fast. yeah. And and in essence, what you want to do at this point with the shrimp, we're seasoning with that beautiful adobo after okay. the puree, and now you want to sear these up a little bit, mm, and then just kind of wake them in. And then we're not gonna, olive oil. Yes. Olive. Okay. And we're not going to fully cook them. We're just going to kind of sear them. And once they get a nice little sort of caramelization on the outside, we remove them. Okay. And then we're going to finish it up later. Okay. But let's talk about the butter, okay? okay. <laughs> so the idea is this is something what really is the essence and backbone of this recipe. We have some melted butter, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to add that in here. To the blender. Oh. Yes. Okay. We have Ooh. roasted garlic. Capers. So that's why it tastes layers yeah. of flavor. Yep. Mm-hmm. And here we have beautiful ancho chile. Oh. Should I turn these over? Yeah, absolutely. We have ancho chili, which is sort of like the little puffy oh, chili. Okay. Is more that smokier. Dry? Yeah, dried. Okay. More smokier than, than spicy. Okay. Rehydrate them for 20 minutes in boiling water. Oh my goodness. They get pliable and soft. We mm-hmm. add that. 
Look at the we color on these. No, you're doing great, brother. Mm. Look at you. <laughs> Man, Look at that. does your family know you can throw down like that? <laughs> no, you can't me out of the kitchen. Exactly. They're like, get out, Dad. All right, so here... All you're simply going to do oh, is just man. give that a little that. pulse. You guys get the idea. Get the, yeah. idea. The, the blender <laughs> never works on TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. There yes. you go. We get so it. Once, once and that different. turns into this. It turns into that. Oh, exactly. Okay. So here, now what we're going to simply do is we have all this wonderful kind of mm. caramelized bits. I brought an extra secret weapon, which is mezcal. Oh, oh so we And what we're going to do it. is that, that's going to help pick up all of those okay. little juicy bits on the bottom. Oh, if you could smell the mezcal right now. Isn't that cool? They say it tastes smoky, but yeah. it smells, oh, it smells so yeah. good. Yeah, and then we're going to add like a little base of seafood stock and Worcestershire sauce, okay. which is wonderful. And then we're going to add some roasted poblano, oh which goodness. is a beautiful chili that we've kind of roasted and peeled. Oh, yeah. Mexican oregano. Mm. And then what we're going to simply do is turn up okay. the heat, and then we're going to emulsify that sauce. And that is oh, just a thickening. Yeah, you got it. Okay, cool. I'm going to return the shrimp. Oh wow, this is ridiculous. Oh my goodness, Isn't that good. Sauce. Oh, you taste Damn. all oh, the wow. flavors. It's so good. All the flavors. Isn't that neat? There are so many different flavors, and it's not spicy. Yeah, you like get the flavor of spice without. Exactly. A lot of spice. And this is important because what we're trying to really instill in the kids is to find their culinary voice. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you really want to use all the mentoring that we provide through the Aron Sanchez Impact Fund and be able for them to find their groove and their niche. And their mm -hmm. style of cooking. Well, and that's so important. We like your style. So yeah. well, thank, this is you for, thank you so much for we being here um, and for yeah, all you're doing. For thank you so much. Thank you. This is but, fantastic. For this recipe, head to today.com slash food. I'm just going to stay up here in the kitchen. I know. This oh, is we wonderful. got something really good coming up next from the stage to Studio 1A. Cindy Lauper, Harvey Firestein, and the cast of Kinky Boots are here to tell us about the return to New York. We're going to be right back as we eat shrimp on the this third hour of today. I want you to wait, wait. We are excited for this. We are back with a bit of glitz and glamour from the cast of Kinky Boots. The musical tells the story of the friendship between a struggling shoe factory owner and a fabulous entertainer named Lola. The production is the brainchild of two absolute legends. Four-time Tony winner Harvey Firestein wrote the book and Grammy-winning pop icon Cindy Lauper wrote the music. And they are both with us along with the cast to celebrate the Kinky Boots off-Broadway production. Guys, good to see you. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's great so, to be great. No, thank you. Well, first time around, almost 10 years ago, I mean, we're talking over 2,500 performances, been done all around the world, and now back. What, what Cindy, what's the, 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 the attraction, the, the, the universal universality of this show? Well, it's, you know, as my partner always says, it's a happy pill. And in this time, with everything the way it is, um, it's an inexpensive for a Broadway show. Mm -hmm. And it sounds fantastic. It's at the little Schubert. And you get to see a show that's uplifting. You walk out happy. Mm -hmm. And that's rare these days, yeah. right? Harvey, yeah. even in the short time since the show debuted, the idea for young people of expressing gender identity and gender fluidity have become I mean, normal, I think it's fair to say. What, what have you all learned from young people who are going to be coming to see the show, and, and what can they learn from the show? Well, the, the, the show really is about these two guys that couldn't be more different, and yet the problem is the same. They both grew up feeling that they disappointed their parents. Mm -hmm. They were not going to turn out to be the people that their parents wanted them to be. They're, they couldn't be more different from each other, and yet they find this bond, this bond between them, and through that bond, they heal each other, and once you heal 
each other, you heal the world. As, as Cindy says in one of her songs, you change, change the, world the world when you, you change, change your mind. mind. There you go. Actually came from here. <laughs> Thank you to Harvey Firestein and Cindy Lauper. Check out Kinky Boots at Stage 42. It's right here in New York City. And it's uh, on stage now. We'll be right back. Tomorrow on the third hour of today, filmmaker Dustin Lance Black joins us live. It's going to be a good one. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, the original Halloween scream queen, Jamie Lee Curtis. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day today, everybody. Bye, guys. AT&T is opening connected learning centers across the country, opening doors for students in need by giving them access to free high-speed internet, computers, and educational resources that can keep them learning. It's just part of our ongoing commitment to help more students stay connected. Because when students stay connected, they get closer to their dreams. To learn more, visit att.com slash connected learning.